action. Good morning, coffee moaners. How are you this morning? Oh, I wanted just to post one of our slow mo donuts today. We never did that. Well, why don't you post one whilst you're in interminable traffic today? Oh, don't. Can you believe there's a train strike at the launch of the Loose Women Live Tour? I know, I can't believe it. It's so we're all like, having to go like separately so that they can ensure some that we get there. It's all, <laughs> almost like, what's the name of the guy you've got a crush on? Head of the union? Oh. It's almost like he's done it on purpose. What's his name again? Yeah. He's my big crush of he's a, You're a fly by night. What's his name? Fly by night. Rick Martin? No. Rick Martin? Come on, somebody tell me. Who's the guy that I've Jeff got a massive Pinker. crush on? Train strike man. I was I was Mick Lynch. Mick Lynch. Mick Lynch. Yeah. I reckon if you sit, all right. Bloody hell, he passed me the other day at bloody King's Cross. Did you tell like, him my No, I didn't. I tripped him up and I punched him in the face. Why have I got a crush on him? Because he has bright. wiped the floor with every single interviewer that has interviewed him. Every they say they're scared. They say they're scared of him because yeah. he he's such a good put down and mm -hmm. he's just like you know. Oh, I just love him. Right. Anyway. What are you doing with someone like me then? I feel like a bald, hard-headed union. No, it, because he doesn't have to. It's not about the looks, it's about the brain. And you've got oh, a wonderful brain. God. Even though you have various mental health oh. conditions as well. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> as we established three, or is it now four? How many? We were trying to remember trying the to remember. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, well, it's a weird day. I can remember Mark's <laughs> mental health conditions. Diagnosed ones. I know. The can first we not? three. No. <laughs> Do we that. were doing this yesterday on the Agony Art and Uncle like podcast. We went to mental we like, health bingo. We said the first two, and then we went, what's the bloody other one? We couldn't think, could we? It, well, addiction is addiction. I suppose it's not a diff. ADHD, depression, and bipolar. Yeah. But I suppose bipolar becomes depression. I'm going to get a Mick Lynch. <laughs> is it Mick? Mike? Mick Lynch um, wig, which is counterintuitive because, of course, it's not a wig at all. Hi, Faith. Yes, the BBC quiz will be happening at the end of this. It's hashtag fuck off be, Friday. I will be sailing off, off and point. making a little noise in the kitchen because yeah. I'm doing a little surprise. Because she's a dirty, dirty... Mark, stop! Dirty master baker. You've got to learn to listen. I left the oven on last night. Maddie told me. Bessa, at three o'clock in the morning, she sent a message saying, I don't know what to do, the oven is still off. Mm. <laughs> so she turned it off. Because she was worried in case I well, wanted because it you on might all have night. Some strain... Well, it, it's not that you might have been cooking something, you might have had an item of clothing in there that you were straightening. It is true, yeah. I do have odd behaviours. Or well, there might be some strange <laughs> tincture that needed to be injected into the earlobe yeah, on a Friday with true. your left leg in the air whilst weird. having some pressure point on a fascia pressured. Yeah, I do have strange behaviours. I'm unpredictable. Oh, it. She is unpredictable. Okay, well, look, we've got some serious stories today. We've got some serious stories. Are you all right? Yeah, I was just thinking my dress what? is on the radio and it's not going to be dry. I might just put it in the dryer. Um, so we've got some serious stories today, and but, but we're gonna we're gonna get to silly quite quickly. Um, biggest story of the of the day, which is topical today, you will have seen on all the front of the papers, is that basically don't send your kids to school, they're gonna fall down. No, don't be silly. Can I just say what kind of a that isn't basic what they say? Tell it the is. proper story. Well, the proper can you let Chichi out? Yeah. The proper story is that the government is going to close a hundred and four buildings. Or, well, the buildings of a hundred and four schools due to something called dead, deadly crumbling concrete. This is actually a concrete called reinforced autoclaved aerated concrete. I didn't think I was going to be saying that sentence today at all. R A A C. 
reinforced autoclaved aerated concrete. Now, this is a concrete that was used to build schools in the 1960s and the 1970s. Toffee. Toffee's, toffee's in Nad, she Nadia's... She um, in my suitcase when I'm going She away. gets in any bag. Oh, my God. I brought my washing in in a washing basket the other day. She was, within minutes, she was in it. Anyway, look, Ty is saying I, schools are falling down literally and figuratively. Absolutely it's, right. It, exactly. I mean, I was just listening to a teacher on the radio. For the love of God, whatever next? Well, we literally do not know where we're going and what is happening. Now, for me, where the kind of, if you like, the controversy around all this spreads is they knew this as far, yeah. well, they've known this for a long time, but yeah. they've formally known this, they say, since June. So why are they only telling schools on September the 1st? No, they've known this for a long time. They had a councillor from Essex on this. This has been an ongoing ongoing conversation for a long time. But parents and, only know And I just now. listened to a minister on Radio 4 and he was umming and ahhing and blithering here and blithering. His mouth was getting drier and drier. Because yeah. he just gets... Well, well, over the ceiling joist that's coming apart. Over the summer, we make... Well, the summer's a very long amount of time. So when you say over the summer, what do you mean? And he was flipping and flapping. Jackie Valina, why have they only really... Know? Okay, they, look... For, for, for a fact, they knew this before today, but why is it only hitting the news today? Why are parents only suddenly going into some kind of hairpin mm. bend kind of arrangement mm. as kids are about to go back to school in, in a week's time? The reason for this is because schools or buildings or many of the sort of these sort of civic it's not buildings. In a week, Mark, it's Monday. Monday yeah, they're going back to school. Well, no, no, it's but Friday. our kids are going to college on a Friday. Oh, no, I'm no, I know, no, but no. I'm saying if you, you're yeah. hitting Friday as a parent yeah. with kids and you've got to get to work and you're planning for and you're to seeing go to school this on Monday. Break. And also, all the anxiety that a lot of kids have about going back to school, and now they're going to be having to say to them, oh, well, we don't quite know what's happening. You might have to go to a different school. Wait a minute. Have. You've got the biggest fear of them sitting in a classroom looking up, going, well, that fucking ceiling fall on well, them. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, <laughs> thank God they're, closed, they're closing them, but... Um, well, ah, and so this is the problem. So they, they, these are the schools that they know they're closing. There is a fear that the problem is 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 much much deeper and more and extensive, is, and it spreads yeah. beyond schools to hospitals. Apparently, huge numbers of hospitals are about to flag up at the same with the same amount oh of time. My God. Um, the, the the material they're built from has a lifespan of, they say of thirty years. Now, I, I hate to say this. A bigger problem, I think, parked within this, and I don't know how much this is not talked about for fear of causing widespread panic. Our school, my school, Thomas Jones, which is a primary school in Labrick Grove, I often said the story, we, we had lessons, walls would fall in. It was a prefab. It was built as yeah, a prefab. Yeah, we had, we had a prefab, lots yeah. of prefab classes. Sort of a post-World post, post -World War II kind of mm. prefab kind of materials. That school and my secondary school, Holland Park, which I think was built or opened in around 1967 or, so, or thereabouts, first first state comprehensive, um, had to have its swimming pool and parts of the school closed down due to asbestos. Yeah. And I'm worried that some of these schools are also going to discover that asbestos is, oh is, is, is fitted within them. And I think that needs to be really seriously looked into because um, this this concrete that they used is being described as, as being like Aero, the chocolate bar. What? It's called Aero. They're calling it aero concrete because it's aerated so what concrete. What period of time were people using 1960s this and 70s? All through the 60s and 70s. Yeah, and it has a lifespan of around 30 years, so it's way beyond what where it should the be already. Hell? And obviously, they didn't know at that time it only had no. a lifespan of 30 years. But someone on it on in on Twitter said, "So my take on the emerging concrete education fiasco is that 104 schools are essentially made out of bubbly aero bars." 
and they could oh, collapse. Like, who's got somebody whose kids are starting back at school on Monday? I mean, our kids are going to college. It might be the same college. Julia, we Julia, well, yeah, well, yeah. How are you I mean, feeling any about sending civ- kids any back? civic or municipal, you know, any building, state sort of funded building, area concrete, good stretch, poor resilience. Edward Fifties to the nineties, they were used as Helen. So, you know, I mean, we could be looking at. Are you a builder, so- Edward Bevington? But anyway, this could be a ticking. You know your concrete. This could I'm be a ticking time bomb of about um, in the region of billions and billions and billions of pounds. This could oh cost my God. the government. This is the problem, right? Helen B. We haven't heard anything yet. I think this this is the tip of the iceberg. This is the problem, right? And I don't mean a lettuce. We with the government that we have at the moment, and I know bloody all governments well, are a bloody nightmare. Long, we don't trust them. No. How many people? We are in a state. Everywhere you look, we're in a mess. We are in a mess, aren't yeah. we? Um, and so how are we going to trust what they're bloody saying now? Do you know what? I think this necessitates what this. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> we need a bull in a china shop. Posted this yesterday. I don't know, it's really captivated me, this. It yeah, it really it, has, hasn't it? It really captivated me. Now, when you first showed it to me, I thought it was a dead animal. I didn't realise it was alive. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually until I watched the full thing. This is a man who's kind of, well, they were pulled, he was pulled by the police because he was transporting, I think, is it a Watusi? A Watusi bull? Um, it was. What was he thinking? <laughs> Look, it shat all over the back of his car. Did you see that shot at the end? Check this it out. It must have been Look terrif- at that. Oh, my Look at that. God. Look at that. Well, Great it must have, big... But can you imagine how terrified that poor animal must have been? He looks totally nonplussed. Well, it's because he can't move. Oh, look, hang on a minute. Look, yeah, there, yeah, is, an, there is an argument about... Oh, it's so He mean. looks like he's thinking, thank fuck, I didn't have to walk that. <laughs> There's no way. Because they, they don't go fast, do they? He's like, oh, mate. But it's so dangerous and so mean. What an absolute idiot. I wonder what happened to the guy who was driving the car. Well, they were going to give him a ticket. They didn't. They just said, head off. He, he was actually... <laughs> That's America for yeah, you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. They didn't give him a well, ticket for that. It was phoned in as a possible calf. They were expecting it to be a calf. They saw this. They pulled him over. They didn't ticket him. They just said, look, take it back to where it comes from. He was transporting it from a rodeo. But, I mean, imagine the damage that could do if you had an accident. Oh, my God. I mean, it's like... It's highly irresponsible. It's like travelling with a massive cocked... Automatic machine gun. Cocked. Oh, sorry, yeah. Cocked. Machine gun. I'm sort of imagining driving with a massive (laughs) cock. That would be odd, wouldn't it? You do say cock, don't you, when it's ready to fire? A cocked pistol. I'm pleased you got I'm pleased you got us there. Machine gun. I'm pleased you got you there. (laughs) Will you pull my trigger? Right, let's go. Move on. By the way, the loose women's rider on this uh, tour is apparently eight grams of cocaine each, isn't it? (laughs) Four bottles of Beaujolais, a packet, a box of milk tray. Oh, it was so funny. Because we were doing this, we were doing this uh, as a topic the other day on loose women. What would your rider be? Mm. Yeah, there won't be a rider, you know, we'll be God knows what what it'll be like. but I really was flummoxed. Well, what would you ask? What in terms of what you'd ask? I don't know what I would ask for. I know what I'd ask for: chicken flavored crisps. Yeah, diet ginger beer. I would definitely want a kettle with proper milk and tea because I love a cup of tea. God, you're so. And then I'd love a vodka and tonic when I came off stage. (laughs) And would you like a young man as a footstool? No, no, of course not. I just wouldn't. And I was thinking, 
How different would that be if somebody had asked me at 25, what would my role, I suppose it would have been drinks for everybody. Oh, and, mate, God but, almighty. But now, yeah. yeah. Funny, I felt so boring. Yeah. I literally... Did you think there's going to be a load of drugs taken on? Oh, I mean, shut up, Mark, drugs, don't say drugs, this, because somebody will get a bloody... Sex, drugs and rock and roll. <sighs> you know what should Christ. have happened? They should have made, we should have made a sort of this is spinal tap behind the scenes piss take. Well, hopefully well, I'll just on a minute. that. No, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. This has to be a mockumentary for telly. A women's <laughs> chat show on tour. On tour. Oh, we could just cast So I'm Birmingham members. tonight, Cardiff tomorrow, Liverpool Tuesday, Sunday. So if I see you there, see you there. Cardiff is a kicking, kicking city. Do you know that? You will be you're having a kick, kick, kicking time. Oh, I think I'll be going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, so that's the so basically our schools are falling down. So there's that. Uh, don't smoke cannabis, which is which is really bad news for well, it's not that bad news for loose women actually, because it's it's about teenagers and young adults should avoid cannabis, not women of a certain age. Um, this is a major review that we were going to talk about yesterday by the British Medical Journal, um, and I always think that this topic always kind of splits people down the middle because you've got so many kind of you know people going. This is not about the medical the benefits of, is it CBD? What Everyone bangs on about CBD. Oil. No, it's THC. Well, CBD oil that you just buy over the know, counter it, doesn't have THC in it, does it? Right. So, so I think when you use medical grade, anyone who wants to yeah. correct me on this, it has the THC in it. I That's, have zero issue with legalising cannabis, the t- using of cannabis, the hang on, legalizing of, for cannabis for what? For for, for recreational. I'm, I'm a big oh. believer oh, in recreational dr- all recreational drugs being legalized in some capacity and oh, control. I never Absolutely. knew that. How did yeah. you not know that? Well, well, I've always said that. I don't believe, but I I find the kind of the hypocrisy around and the refusal to recognize that they all do damage in different ways yeah. ridiculous it's just ridiculous because the point is what you're never going to stop people taking you, drugs what was that stat you you were telling us about the other day there was the big furore about 1200 people dying in scotland from drug oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 no there was a statistic year. about yeah because there was huge headlines and it was good news that the, the number of deaths due to drug use in scotland had fallen i think to something like a thousand or 1,200, I mean, it wasn't, you know, which to me didn't sound like, an, it sounds awful, but it didn't sound like a hugely high number. And of course, this was being championed and it was being talked about as a brilliant news, and it is brilliant news. Of course, you can't say it isn't brilliant news. But then I heard the news story and there was all this kind of chatter and excitement <clears> and sort of, ooh. And then I thought, well, I wonder what the statistics were for the number of people who died, died from alcoholism in Scotland. And I think the number, it dwarfed it by 10 times. Oh, my God. And that's so and that, yeah, shocked. And that's through suicide, violence, uh, cirrhosis, you know, biological breakdown, all that kind of stuff, you know, mental health crisis, everything. And But, but you can't get away from the fact that, you know, drugs on young brains. Yeah, and that's what this article's all about. And that's what this article is about. Was this alcohol? I mean, in America, they don't let people drink till they're 20, 25 in some states. When I think how heavily I drank at 14, 15, 16, and I wonder why today I have such a poor memory. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, this is the British Medical Journal that have published these findings. And what they're not saying, interestingly, is is that, that cannabis should be avoided by everyone. But what they are saying, and I think what's really good about this, is that it's just a really objective, factual medicinal, medical, narcotical kind of analysis. No politics No politics at all. And it says that of all the the groups of people that should avoid using cannabis, teenagers and young adults should avoid it the most. 
precisely because their brains have not fully formed. You could say something similar about alcohol. You could say something similar about any any single drug. It, you know, as the brain is still developing, it can have all sorts of damage, cause all, all sorts of damage. It also specifies that drivers should avoid the drug. It's a huge oh, impairment. Oh, and how many pick times are you driving around and you smell just like puffing out car or somebody drive? I mean. Cars go so slow as well. Oh, my puff. God. You see them. You see the smoke. It's like that for those films. Smell Pete it. Chomp. Smell uh, it. Pregnant women lights. should avoid it. And anyone with mental health illnesses or a history of family mental health illnesses. So now, if you've got a schizophrenic parent or uh, anxiety or depression or bipolar or all of these things, that, that you know, that... that well, we've known this. We say this, don't we, to people? You've just got to be extra bloody careful. I mean, you know, it's like... We I was, know I was people to, yeah. who are like a couple of spliffs in have mm. ended up on a unit. Yeah, no, it just it, depends what your brain is. And yeah. it, it's a lottery, isn't it, as to who's got the brain that's going to have a crack. And it's really important that people of our generation don't say that when we had spliffs and it was like about 150 million times less strong and we go, oh, it was harmless, it was harmless. But even back then, I know two or three people who were triggered by by cannabis. Now, the reason it's I have... Is, look, it's got to go hand in hand. The level of anxiety in teenagers and depression, mm. antidepressants. We know never knew a single person that has an antidepressant. I didn't know anyone who had depression as a child. But uh, but as Maddie said, but you didn't have awareness no. either. You all just no. suppressed it. She said everybody talks about it now. Everybody mm. has awareness of it. Mm. But also the massive increase in much much stronger cannabis, like mm. you say, nothing like that was around t twenty years ago, is playing a part in this. The only, when you actually think about the drug problem, which is sort of these kind of conversations always, are, I mean, what do you think, guys? What are your solutions? Because the, the, the plain, bold facts of the matter are, if you will never stop people taking drugs. And even when I say the thing about legalizing drugs, someone's just, Karen Ulu, you've just said that there's a city oh, in America Francis, that have decriminalized drugs and it's an absolute chaos. Francesca Bastos, we in Portugal, oh, decriminalized all drugs we went long to Portugal. ago. We went to um, Lisbon the other day. I thought of you there. It's such a beautiful city. Sorry, go on. And the problem is almost non-existent now. Oh. I've studied at Arts High School in Union, there wasn't much drug abuse at all. That's interesting I'll because I've, what, I've heard something. We smell a lot of cannabis when we were in Lisbon. I've never been asked if I wanted cocaine more often than in the streets of yeah, Lisbon. Yeah, everywhere weird. we went. It was I mean, like, it didn't actually ruin the, the uh, it wasn't like it was wasn't a threatening vibe. No. But it was, it, I felt it was, um, sorry, it was, uh, in terms of, um, yeah, in terms of the legalization of drugs, you're never, ever, ever, ever going to stop drug taking. And I think. The weird thing about even the legalization of drugs, because I can remember this as an, well, know this as an addict, you'll have the legal version. What will kids do? There's the version you can get in the shop. Or can I get the version that's 25,000 times stronger over there? Lots of people ask the question, why do drug dealers lace lower grade drugs? Yeah, with more right expensive fentanyl? stuff. It's not about the expense. It's about getting people hooked and wanting to buy more volume. It's just about volume, and that's why stronger drugs get 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 laced into. And so, and the thing is, now it's just so easy to get everything, isn't it? Like yeah. every child, you know, will know somebody that does it. Whereas when we were kids, mm. we just didn't know anyone. We were kids, kids. I didn't know anyone that was doing drugs. Gosh, to Whereas now, if your child isn't, they've had to go completely against mm. the the 
the wave, haven't they? They've mm. really got to swim against the tide. Yeah. I mean, you know, Snapchat, apparently on Snapchat, people can just order it on Snapchat and it just deliver wherever you, wherever you want it. Catherine Cronin says something that I think, I'm really pleased you said this because this was something I was just about to say and then I thought, God, you know, it's just a bit kind of happy, clappy nonsense, which is a bit odd for me. But I agree, Catherine Cronin, make society a place people don't want to escape from. Yeah. I think Well, exactly, Catherine. You've hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And I think unless you start to think about, and who the hell is going to start to think about what the nature of modern life is and the haves and the have-nots and all that kind of malarkey. No, it does sound happy-clappy and arty-clarty and oldie-worldie. But if you are 10 hours on a, on a phone... 10 hours on TikTok, loads of your teenagers spend 10 hours on TikTok. What, what kind of anxious? For? No, but, but you know, TikTok is a big thing with teenagers. They'll spend right. That anxiety, like not being out, not doing stuff, not what? doing things. You And then what happens is they'll smoke, they puff, and then they say, oh, it helps my anxiety. But it's, it's all exacerbating each other. Absolutely. I mean, I think when you look at younger generations, it's about all of the stresses that are cumulatively yeah. developed from things like the exam system, the the, the, the narratives of life that are thrust Pandemic, at them, the, the idea of failure if you don't do this, that, yeah. or the other. You know, all of this stuff just creates such pressure that it's no wonder the more... If the bigger the drug problem becomes, it's not just the problem of the drug dealers. It's the problem of, of people wanting to escape their lives more and more and more, which is just... How can we get it through to the young generation that anxiety is increased yeah. by, by smoking cannabis? So many of them, and we talked to a lot of young people, haven't we, of these, when we were doing our teenage podcast, and we spoke to a lot I of I agree, Catherine Cronin. They, they've agree got this, this messaging is so mixed up. They mm. say, oh, I have to smoke because of my anxiety. Mm. And you think, no, it's honestly, you don't. Sandy makes a good point. You are who you hang with. If your friends do it, you can get pulled into it. Just have yeah. the strength to say, no, I did. It's so hard. So hard, isn't it? So hard. So hard. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about, we wanted to talk about this yesterday. Just quickly, Sorry. Francisca, thank you. She just Francisca. cleared cleared that up. It's Sorry. the THC that's the psychoactive. Is the CBD that's the medical that's productive and positive? Thank yeah. you. THC, yeah. Penny Morden, um, you've got a crush on on what's his face. I've got a little bit of a crush on Penny Morden. I I, I like Penny yeah, Morden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm prepared to be yeah. disappointed. Great. Like I nearly always am with politicians, but she's backing something called a great british national service and i just want to know what people thought of this this is not in any way a military thing this isn't about joining the army this isn't about doing, nicely with the split this, yeah this doesn't this isn't about territorial army this isn't about the boys brigade or the you know the cadets or anything like that this is a civic program for teenage teenagers that they are looking at and this has got some cross-party support this isn't just a sort of telegraph reading tory conservative thing although i found the story in the Telegraph, there are Labour uh, MPs who are backing this. And the idea behind this is that a great British national service should be, a national service is the idea, you know, obviously, I think in Israel it's still the case, isn't it? You know, every, every young adult has to do a year in the army, you know, or, you know and it was oh. it was certainly the case here until the 50s, wasn't it? I mean, I know a lot of people, who, a lot of people of a certain age, you don't realise British men's, especially because of the, the era, you know, fought in Korea and stuff like that, you know, so it's kind of, you know, they're, they're, the national service thing was, was very much, you know, alive and well after World War II, for sure. Um, and lots of countries still have it. In fact, Christos, I think Cyprus still, uh, still has it or had it, certainly when you were younger. 
Um, but this idea isn't about the army. This is about creating a national service that will last for two weeks and that every single 16-year-old in the UK and their family will automatically do it unless they specifically sign out, if you see what I mean. It's an opt-out. They, they try, want to create it as an opt-out thing because, of course... I think very, yeah, it's a very tight idea, isn't it? So often things come to us from this government and you think well what well, you know but what if and what if but it's a very tight idea it's like mm. it's there you'll all have to go unless you sign up and you don't so so there is a way out i mean you, a way out. you made a really interesting point though that it's possibly only going to be the parents and the kids that have the foresight or the awareness to kind of opt out of it whereas those who won't opt out of it it, it could be that they're more chaotic and the ones that well i just need i just more. hope that you get a really mixed group of kids yes in it yes. and it's not just something that people who are motivated enough get out of it yeah you know i think i think i actually when you first said this to me i thought it was like a year in the, no, a it's year a, it's a two in week the army civic enterprise. but it's two weeks with bits and pieces through the year and i think yeah, yeah. i actually like the idea yeah what so it's about it's about community work it's about community spirit it's about voluntary work it's about work within community it's, it's, it's i really really like um it. you know i mean david cameron had the, the same idea what was his idea it's mentioned here somewhere he did something kind of similar uh, the, the national society. citizen service yeah for the big right. society i mean if they go ahead with this it could see something like six hundred thousand teenagers take part the part of it that That's i really liked that they mentioned yeah is that it's a way of forcing youngsters to mix with other youngsters that they wouldn't necessarily have mixed with. Do you know what I mean? I think it might be another way of breeding tolerance. Because I think, you know, where racism and sexism and homophobia... Everyone's asking, is this going to happen? It's not going to happen. It's being toyed and discussed and it's like an... It's being... Dina. Everyone should have to do it. <laughs> it's been cute. Dina, you're a strange contradiction. You're a, you're a, you're a great combination of sort of... That's my sister. Yeah, yeah. Of um, That's what I love about you. On, on the one hand, extreme kind of, I don't know, holistic Hippie. hippiness. And then, and then it's like, yep, yeah, everyone, everyone should, everyone should well, pick, we, we pick keep up a pitchfork. Saying, but I think you're right. We there keep isn't... saying we have no sense of community, that yeah, we I want agree. to bring community back. At least this is some step towards it think about what we were talking about beforehand um it is it's a bit like the princess prince of wales trust thing mm. isn't it where kids have to go off and do it the awful things like camping in the freezing cold. yeah i think faith faith this part of it i really like the idea is good to mix up teenager experience with people they wouldn't normally i i like that part of it mm. too and also it reaches beyond the two weeks so every mm. youngster if they don't sign out of it has also signed up to sort of voluntary work across the year. And I think that would be great because, again, almost, it would force whether it youngsters be to be in contact with their, you know, to communicate with older people yeah. in society. I'm wondering if it should be compulsory, you know. breed tolerance. And we I could think, never do it, be against people's human rights. Well, but also by removing the militaristic aspect of it, which I think a lot of people, yeah. you know, struggle with. If there was military involved in it, yeah. no. I'd, so I think by and large, do most people think... Dina, Duke of Edinburgh was great for Finn, yeah. was it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, Duke, Duke of Edinburgh. Of Edinburgh. Yeah, Fleur, Fleur loved it, yeah, absolutely. I don't know a single young person I've spoken to that didn't absolutely... <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, Sophia Lopez, two weeks of no social media, good idea. Wow. Helen B, this does sound good. Yeah. Uh, Sandy, I hate the word compulsory. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. Well, I. I mean, I, I'm saying compulsory, yeah. but if anyone says to me compulsory about anything, I'm like, what? Oh, good point, Elaine Denning. But will the people who opt out be pointed at just as anti-vax people are? 
That's a really good point. Would you become marked if you didn't go? Would you somehow be sort of... I think within the younger community, you'd marked if you did go. Do you? Yes. Do you? I do. That's a I shame. think that's the problem. I think it will be the other way. Yeah. Oh, God, what? You didn't do that, do you, sad butt kind of thing. Wow. That's why I think it has to be compulsory. Fucking hell. Because I think it will either be strict parents that get their kids to go yeah. or disengaged parents so it's only gonna... who didn't s- sign the form to opt them out. So in a sense, it's 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 not going to help any of the people it needs to most help. I think because it, well, the people it most needs to help is everybody because it's yeah. about trying it's to get community. Everybody. So I, the more we talk about it, the more I think it should be compulsory. And of course, the, the devil is in the detail. How do they then enact the process of those kids who didn't, opt out and then they don't turn, turn up. up. I mean, we're going to have the longest register in history with people not being in the back of the class. Is uh, well, you imagine going through A's? Then we're getting in a mess because then we've got to fine the parents. Precisely. That's not fair. Got to knock on the door. Oh, sorry. Oh, let's not it's, start unraveling it's, it's it. We like the idea. Okay, moving out of, moving out of this. Um, this is I'm an awful just... story. Yeah, I just wanted to share this. Did you oh. see this story? No. Jet ski tourists... Jet ski tourists went off route slightly and went into Algerian sea and oh got shot God. dead no. by the Moroccan co- uh, by the Algerian Coast Guard. No. Moroccan tourists, the Algerian Coast Guard shot dead two tourists holidaying in Morocco who strayed, oh strayed into Algerian waters. One guy survived and it was his brother and friend who got shot behind him. He was shot at, he was escaping on a jet ski. Oh, my God, leaving his brother and his friend behind him. Be careful. if you. Uh, uh, Mohammed Kissy was I the only one of the group before skis. to make it back to Morocco. We got lost. We kept going until we found ourselves in Algeria, he said. We knew we were in Algeria because an Algerian dinghy came towards us and those on board fired at us. I wasn't hit, but they killed my brother and my friend. Oh, my God. The other person who was injured is now uh, in sort of custody in Algeria. Dina and I have got a st- story we will wow. tell one day, won't we, Dina? where we were in Aqaba in Jordan and somebody arrived on a... No, no, they... No, I'll tell you the story okay. when Dina's here because she remembers Okay, it. just before you go and make cupcakes, uh, I'll... girl fights. I'm not fight. making cupcakes. Oh, girl fights, girl fights. Um, who's been in a girl fight? Have you ever been in a girl fight? Yeah. Why are girl fights scarier no, than not, almost not, anything? No, not with people I don't know. Within my family, girl fights. Oh. <laughs> me, <laughs> and, me and Dina... We used to like get each other. Do you remember that time, Dean, when you got a hold of me and my bra snapped because she tore my bra? We'd get each other's hair. Right. But but not, I've never had a girl But fight. when you've seen them at school, oh, I've not seen God. anything. Oh, my God, they are awful. Well, T- TMZ, 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 TMZ. Oh, hang on. Do- this was at, uh, okay. This is, this, is, uh, this is a little warning. Let me. Uh, 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 Close your eyes. Oh, where's I can't find the story. Close your um, eyes if you've had okay, so this, something this, like this, this happening. Was, this was you. at a sporting event of some form. I think it might have been a kind of, uh, is it, what are these cage fighting things? It was some kind of sporting event. And they went to the Portaloos. And this footage, so if you're of a nervous disposition, no one was actually you know, really hurt at the end right. of it. No one was injured. But it was just quite arresting uh, when it popped up on the, uh, on the news feed. Oh, Wow, look at that. Oh, my God. 
thought it was wow. an episode of Real Housewives. So careful around the portaloos. Hell hath no fury. Did you see the woman coming out of the portaloos into a fight with her Stetson on? It's just horrible. It's quite, quite Absolutely something. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. I, I just like anything like that. Like if anything kicks off, I just hate it so much. But like what went wrong there? The shove. Just never shove. The amount of terrible fights by just somebody going like that. You get somebody when they're hot and you shove them. Just no, don't. No. Don't lay your hands on anyone. No, I agree. <laughs> And finally, what kind of a tombstone would you like? Oh this woman has had God, a tombstone Dina, in the shape of, of an iPhone. Oh, my God. It's unbelievably lifelike. So on one side, it's obviously got oh. an engraving of herself. Um, and on the back, she has the Apple logo. Um, oh, yeah. And what's her story? She's very young. So, yeah, no, she, was, uh, she, she, she had the picture of her screensaver. Unusual headstone. Mm. A 25-year-old, which left mourners in the graveyard, stunned after they spotted a giant five-foot stone. It's a Russian cemetery. She was buried mm. in a Russian cemetery back in 2016. Uh, she was a keen traveller. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, that is... I, there's something about it that's well, incredibly... That's incredibly so. Incredibly powerful. Yeah. I mean, it's it's made beautifully, isn't it? Isn't it, it just 100% looks like a phone. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were going to say it wasn't real, and no, I no, didn't no, realise no, it, it was actually it, 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 actually. And what is that in the top shot, Nads? The Loch Ness Monster. I thought it looks like two... two yeah, this woman says she claims she's got the best shot yet of a serpent-like creature, uh, which she claims is Loch Ness. There, there, there currently is a huge cap well, effort, or there, there's like lots of Loch Nessy sort of spotters are up there at the moment. And this woman's just come out and said, don't bother, guys, I got the best photo back in 2018. I don't know why she sat on it for so long. <laughs> but that does look the most like a serpent, doesn't it? Guys, um... I've just got to do some stuff before I head off for the Loose Women tour. So um, I'm going to be do the quiz. vlogging. So you can, I'm going to be vlogging over the next few days. I'm going to be posting. Um, so yeah, if you don't follow me yet on at Nadia Sawala on Instagram, follow me now. And mm. follow us on at Coffee Moaning too, because um, we're going to, we're putting up a lot of nice content there at the moment. And um, Coffee Moaning is also now on Click Clock. TikTok. TikTok. But it's under Podcast, my name. All that sort of stuff. Okay, guys, quiz of the week. Get your See pens you in a bit. I'm get, still here. I'm just yeah, over Get it. your pens and pencils ready. We're going to rapidly charge through quiz of the week um, for regulars. It's an opportunity to go into the weekend feeling like a winner or more often than not feeling like an absolute loser. Because uh, let's face it, we, well, the last couple of weeks, one week we got six out of however many and seven and someone got one. And, but it's a nice way to just trot through the news that we've had um over the last week so uh get 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 yourselves ready let me just i just need to do a bit of admin just here just remove that just remove that i think they're having a bit of a spar off about uh, an oh, esophagus okay so here we go so question one everyone ready everyone's saying have a good time nads have oh, a good one guys. yeah good luck break a leg thank you don't break a leg that'd be awful um no, don't break a leg. Um, okay, so question one. Taylor Swift became the first female artist to have more than 100 million um, monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, but which musician holds the record for monthly listeners? Which, which musician, Nance, I bet you might know, know this, holds the record for monthly listeners? Is it A, Justin Bieber, B, Ed Sheeran, or C, The Weeknd? 
Which musician holds the record for monthly listeners? A, Justin Bieber, B, Ed Sheeran, or C, The Weeknd? And that's the wrong song, isn't it? Um, lots of you saying Ed Sheeran. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's The Weeknd. It's The Weeknd. C. Well done, Ty. It's C. Lots of you falling at the first hurdle there. Sorry, guys. Tennis player John Isner, sport, holds the record, who holds the record for the number for the number of aces served in his career, announced he'd retire after the US Open in 2010. He took part in the longest tennis match in history against who? A. Thomas Burditch, B. Leighton Hewitt, or C. Nicholas Mahout. Tennis player John Isner took part in the longest tennis match in history against who? A. Thomas Burditch, B. Leighton Hewitt, or C. Nicholas Mahout. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. So if you fell at the first, you're certainly going to have the double sucker punch of a chin jab as well here, because I got the first. Don't know why. Just kind of just kind of knew it. Um, but this one, not a clue. Ross Souch is saying C. Uh, Elaine Denning is saying D. That, that's as good a, good a guess as any. Sarah Fox, B. It's C. It's Nicholas Mahout. Nicholas Mahout. Question three, staff and students at West Point Military Academy in the US gathered for the opening of an 1820s time capsule that had been found underneath a monument. Which war hero was the subject of the statue? Bloody hell. Crispus Atux, Thaddeus Kosciuszko, or Paul Revere? Staff and students at West Point Military Academy gathered for the opening of an 1820s time capsule found underneath a monument. Which war hero was the subject of the statue? Was it A, Crispus Atux? What an amazing name. B, Thaddeus uh, Kosciuszko? Or C, Paul Revere? I think we're all going into the weekend feeling a little bit less of a winner, I think, from this quiz. Lots of you saying C. The answer is B. Question four. The French government said it would provide 200 million euros to destroy surplus wine as demand for the drink fell across the EU. Demand for wine? They haven't been around the curly cooks then, have they? But which of these countries has seen the biggest drop in wine consumption? A, Germany, B, Italy, or C, Portugal? Which of those countries has seen the biggest drop in wine consumption? A, Germany, B, Italy, or C, Portugal. To say it's not Britain, is it? Jesus, we're quaffing it like nutters here. Um, lots of you saying A, Germany, Catherine Cronin, Victoria Moore. Um, who's no, oh, Amanda Clark is saying Italy. It's the answer is C, Portugal. Portugal. Nads, can you just check? She's just, just, just checking on her. Question five. A train operator in the north of England had to re-record the names of 34 local railway stations after complaints that they'd been pronounced incorrectly. Train operator in the north of England had to re-record the names of 34 local stations after complaints they'd been pronounced incorrectly. Which of these was not amongst them? A. Mithelmrod. Mithelmroid. B. Sowerby Bridge. Or C. Todd Morden. Oh my God, this is like the worst ever. 
Which of those unpronounceable names did they uh, was not amongst them? Did they get right? Mithelmroyd, Sowerby Bridge, or Todd Morden? Yeah, I'm going for Todd Morden. No, it was Mithelmroyd. It was A. Happy birthday. Who was that? Happy birthday to Carol Moore. Okay. Question six. Let's hope we can get one that we can get. People in the Austrian town of Hallstatt took part in a protest against the number of tourists visiting. Which of these measures have the locals already tried? A, an ad campaign urging them to stay away. B, building a fence to block a popular location for selfies. Or C, selling tickets for time slots. I had a guess and I got it right. Come on, guys. I think the aim of today is to get at least one. Fifi, Cromac, Julie, come on, at least one. So what did they do to stop tourists in this Austrian town? A, an ad campaign. B, built a fence. Or C, selling tickets. Dale Ibbotson saying an ad campaign. Good trip. Lollipop saying build a fence. Build a wall. They build a fence. Great big fence. Don't take selfies. Unless they're selfies of me. The biggest selfie in the world is me. I got the best selfie in the mugshot. The mugshot is a beautiful selfie. It was a brilliant angle. I don't weigh 15 stone anymore. I only weigh 10. Uh, it was B, building a fence to block a popular location for selfies. I'm not even going to ask you how you're all doing. Final question. Rap star Eminem asked the Republican candidate Vivek Ramam Ramazwamy to stop using his songs after the entrepreneur performed Lose Yourself at the Iowa State Fair. Which other politician was previously told to stop using Eminem's music? Was it A, Pro Boris Johnson? Was it B, former New Zealand Prime Minister John Key? Or was it Donald Trump? Which of those three was also asked to not use Eminem's music in their presidential campaign? A, Boris Johnson. B, former New Zealand Prime Minister John Key. Or C, Donald Trump. Lots of you saying B, John Key. Russ says Donald Trump, Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump. Did Donald Trump use the Rolling Stones? I think, he, I think he tried to. There's big beef going on between these dogs. Big beef. There's something kicking off. There's all sorts of negotiating going on off camera there. Um, the answer is B. The answer is B. If I am fascinated to know how badly everyone has done, the answer is B, because you've all gone for C then. How badly have you done? Who's got, who's got, who got two? I think if you've got two, it's an astonishing achievement. Ty, you got four. Bloody hell, well done. All right, guys, as I say, the Curly Cooks is a pre-record. It will be landing tomorrow uh, morning at the normal time, 10 o'clock. Uh, the Coffee Morning Papers will be happening tomorrow. There will be a Members Live happening this weekend at some point. I think Danny Dye is going to be in the house for that. Um, and uh, a vlog will be landing too. So lots to keep you engaged and entertained.